Hello, this is Bill Lytell with some wisdom for your walk once again. I'd like to share with you one of the most misunderstood verses of the Old Testament. There are a few, but this is one of the many. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, people try to use this as a promise from God. I want to make something real clear with you, and get, I hope you get this if you don't already have it. A promise of God. If God promises something, it cannot be broken. Just like Jesus said in the Gospels, the Scriptures cannot be broken. God's Word cannot be broken. Like if He says and promises something, it will happen all the time. I mean, 100% of the time. One way the Old Testament uh, figured out whether somebody was a false prophet or not, as whether when he prophesied if something didn't happen, they were to stone him. In the book of Deuteronomy, I read it about chapter 18, I think that's found. And so when it says in Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. It is not a promise. The things of Proverbs, the, the statements of Proverbs, are principles, general rules of thumb. That's what a principle is, a general rule of thumb. Most of the time it works good and is so, but there are exceptions to them that occasionally happen. And that's the way it is with the things found in the book of Proverbs. So I want you to get that. Don't let anybody try to tell you. And there are groups of people, there's even been books written about the promises of Proverbs. Proverbs 22.6 is not a promise. However, it is a principle. Generally speaking, if you train up a child in the way it should go, when he's old, he'll he'll go back to it. He'll he'll not depart from it. He'll stick with it. He'll he'll listen. What my parents taught me early on in my childhood, I mean early on, five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, I still at seventy-two years old today remember those principles and in many cases follow those principles that they taught me. I found a circular, a little a sheet a sheet of twelve things that I want to share with you. Dr. George Engel's book, The Lord's Creed, is a circular was going around at the police department of Houston, Texas. God bless our police officers and our enforcement people because they are facing today a very unfriendly crowd. I, amazing to me, there's any policemen left with the restrictions and the persecution they have done to our police. Pray for our police. Well, let me give you these. these are, it's for parents. How to make a child into a delinquent in 12 easy rules. <laughs> I think that's interesting that this was uh, circular with the police department of Houston, Texas. But let, me, let me give you these quickly. Number one, if you want to ruin your child, make him a delinquent. Begin an infancy to give the child everything he wants. In this way, he will grow up to believe the world owes him a living. Secondly, when he picks up bad language, laugh at him. This will make him think he's cute and continue to do it. Number three, never give him any spiritual training. Wait until he's 21 and then let him decide for himself. You may think that's crazy, but I've heard people say that. Number four, avoid the use of the word wrong. It may develop a guilt complex. This will condition him to believe later when he is arrested for stealing a car that society is against him and he's being persecuted. Number five, how to ruin your child. Pick up everything he leaves around, he's lying around, his books, his shoes, his clothes. Do everything for him so that he will be experienced in throwing all responsibility on others. 
Number six, how to ruin your child. Let him read any printed matter he can get his hands on. Do not restrict him. Be careful that the silverware and drinking glasses are sterilized, however. Let him feast his mind on garbage. Number seven, quarrel frequently in the presence of your child so he can hear you. In this way, they will not be too shocked when the home's broken up later. How to ruin your child. Number eight, give a child all the spending money he wants. Never let him earn his own money. Don't make him work. Don't make him sweat or be uncomfortable. Why should he have things as tough as you had them, right? Number nine, satisfy his every craving for food, drink, and comfort. See that every sensual desire is gratified. Denial may lead him to harmful frustration. How to ruin your child. Number 10, take his part against neighbors, teachers, policemen. They are prejudiced against your child. Boy, folks, I have been a minister of a Christian school for many years, and I am shocked at how parents take their side of a child's argument over their teachers. Amazing. I used to tell people that would come in, I said, yeah, this teacher, he don't like your child. He don't like children at all. That's why he's a teacher. Amazing. Number 11, why does your child, how to ruin your child? When he gets into real trouble, apologize for yourself by saying, I never could do anything with him. I've heard people say it. Number 12, and finally, prepare for a life of grief. You will likely, you will be very likely to have it. Well, those are the 12 steps, and I think that's kind of interesting. The AA had 12 steps. This is 12 steps on how to raise a delinquent child. Now, you may laugh, and we laugh and giggle at some of that. It's so absurd, but it's not absurd. People that are raising children are throwing out the biblical truth on how to raise children. Uh, the Bible's been written 3,500 years ago. It was, it was written in Genesis by Moses and them and all the way to the 100 A.D., the Holy Spirit inspired it, and we can go to the Bible and find out how to raise a child. There's lots of information in Scripture on spanking your child and disciplining your child and warning your child, making your child work. Man, you need to go to the Bible and seek out the places where it mentions children, child, uh, in your concordance, and make sure you know what the Bible says about how to raise children. It's no like new thing. I mean, it's, I always tell people about birth and children. Birth and children has been going on for 6,000 years. It's not like a, ooh, this is rare. It's something that happens all the time every day for all these years. And so raising children is not a new thing. We know how to raise children. The Bible is clear on how to raise it, raise a child. I raise a child. I, we did not have a rebellious time with him. My child and I, we had a great time when he was a teenager, did things together. In fact, I hated to see the boy leave and get married because we had such a good time together. He didn't mind leaving, but uh, I, I bothered. it was bothered me to have him leave. But he wanted to get married and raise his own family, and that was natural and should be that way. Well, it doesn't have to be a horror story raising children. Raise them in the way they should go. Do the, Remember, train up a child in the way he should go. Take him to church. Read the Bible in front of him. Pray in front of them. Seek God in front of them. Take them door to door with you when they're small and when they get in meeting, you know, when they're teenagers, still go door to door with them. Share the gospel in front of them with other people. Have a concern for lost folks. Uh, pray and, and, and trust God for things. 
uh, have them see you fail and, and apologize and ask ask your forgiveness when you when they lose it. Hey, you lose your temper to your child. You got to go to him and ask his forgiveness so he don't get bitter towards you. A lot of the trouble with families is there's no repentance by the parents to the child, and consequently the child gets bitter about it. And then wants to hate the hate. I've had children sit in front of me and say, "I hate my mom and dad." Now, really, how does that start? It starts from unforgiveness. Unforgiveness, and then you have to teach them what forgiveness is by example, not just by words. You got to humble yourself to your child once in a while. When you make a mistake, and you do make mistakes when you're raising children, there's no perfect parent. Uh, there's no perfect parent. We're just we have feet of clay. And no parent should condemn another parent when you're doing the right thing. And with church, the church is a great place, good example, to keep your child in church in the Bible. And then when he's old, generally speaking, by principle, he will not depart from it. Here's some wisdom for your walk.